Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hi, everybody, and welcome again to today's episode. I'm excited. This is a very special episode, seeing that we're getting closer to the holidays. We want to bring you this episode called Holiday Mindset Mastery. And I think we are moving into the holiday season. And for a lot of people, it comes with overwhelm and being anxious and and being a little bit more stressed than, than usual. And we have maybe all of these ideas that there's certain things that should happen, that have to happen, and that needs to look a certain way. And we go into this holiday season very unintentional. And the purpose for the, the season really is to spend quality time with our loved ones. And when we get to January, maybe we maybe look back and it might be just the opposite of what we wanted for this season. We maybe have regret about spending too much money, about maybe over-consuming on, on food and alcohol, on maybe having said or done things that we regret. So we're going to delve into this topic a little bit today and say exactly what it is and highlight all the important things, highlight some, some challenges. And I'm excited to share this with uh, Kerry. I'm so happy you could be here today. And uh, I always enjoy your insights and inputs into our topics. Thanks, Norma. <laughs> it's great to be here with you as well. And I look forward to this episode. This holiday mindset preparation, for me, it really means that with anything in life, if we spend a little bit of time up front, it can save us so much sort of at the at the back end. When we look at anything that we where we attain success or we attain those, maybe have a goal and, and we actually get to the goal, we we achieve what we set out to do, it means that we have to be intentional about it. We need to sort of upfront prepare ourselves and tell ourselves and maybe ask ourselves the questions like what do I want this experience to look like? And I think this is what this holiday mindset preparation is all about. We want to upfront decide for ourselves, what is this experience? What does it look like for me? And what do I expect, not necessarily from other people, but what do I expect from myself? What do I want from this experience? And then take a step back and think, oh, okay, well, if this is the experience I'm after, what do I need to think? What, what choices do I need to make? What do I need to believe about it? And then how am I going to create that state, that energy to have that experience? So instead of going into this holiday season where we are going to be exposed to a lot of family gatherings, a lot of events, a lot of food and alcohol that we're going to be surrounded with, what do I want to do? What, do, what experience do I want? So instead of that, having that attitude of let's wait and see what happens in the family gatherings, in the events that we're attending, in all that we're surrounded with, 
we can decide up front. This is the experience I want. I'm going into this holiday season and into this event or into the circumstance with this mindset. This is what I want from it. And I take back all the control. I have all the power and I, I don't wait and see what happens. I actually decide up front what is my experience going to look like. You know, that's such an interesting thought because just as you were speaking, I got thinking, what if we were open to anything in the sense of, I agree with you, we want to decide up front how we want to be sort of presenting ourselves and so what we would want to be thinking before we go into a situation, which I would suggest might be maybe a feeling of secure and grounded confidence those sorts of things but I also think sometimes some of the thing some of the conversations and some of the what I think are the reasons why I become uncomfortable or I become a little bit anxious in some of these gatherings of people and events is because what I'm worried about what somebody else might say and we just had an event last night at our home and I just before the people started arriving and before all the conversations started um, escalating and there was a lot of laughter and of course there's a lot of back and forth in the conversation, I prepared myself and I just thought to myself about the idea that I wasn't going to try to manage the relationships or the conversations with my comments, but I was just going to be willing to let whatever happens happen and to not be afraid of feeling if there is embarrassment or not being afraid to feel the uncomfortableness of perhaps uh, some sarcasm that doesn't land quite right or whatever those things might be that could happen in some of your family situations. And I did realize myself relaxing quite a bit and not feeling so responsible for as a host especially sometimes we really start trying to and I know this isn't what you meant by by taking back your control I think we're talking really about the same thing in the sense that taking back my control meant that I I am here for all of <laughs> all of the people and I'm okay with whatever happens rather than trying to control each individual person and every conversation so that I can feel comfortable. So much of my holiday anxiety can come up around the who knows what's going to happen in these conversations and in the dialogue and deciding beforehand how I wanted to be as the host of the party. I just decided just I'm willing to roll with it and to whatever happens, happens. And I'm okay with that, even if it is awkward or somebody gets their feelings hurt or trying to prevent those sorts of things often is what creates <laughs> some some holiday intrepidation, I think, about, about how things are going to go. And then, like you say, we look back later on those moments in the new year and we think, oh, I wish we, we start wishing we could have controlled more of the the situation rather than just accepting what is and letting people have the relationships that they have and and not I am a buffer I act as a buffer often in relationships and I what really happens 
is, is nobody's actually having a true relationship with the other person because there's always me coming in and trying to smooth things over and make sure everybody's okay when I think I really interrupt what would normally work itself out so much more beautifully if I was more secure, right, about just letting those things happen and being okay with however that feels. I'm glad you brought that up. I think that total acceptance for what is, is really what is in our control. And what we're talking about today is not at all looking at our circumstances or situation, trying to control it, but exactly doing the work up front means that I take control about how I'm going to show up. I can never determine or um, assume or even control what other people do and what they're going to say. The best thing I can do is like do the work up front, tell myself that I'm going to have a good time. Doesn't matter what happens at this event. And I love what you said about total acceptance for what is. And if we go into any conversation with knowing and, and feeling that acceptance for what is, then anything really can happen at the event and I would still decide how I'm going to show up to it, how I'm going to then react to it or act um, in that situation and the choices that I'm going to make. So that I think that is key. And that is really what this whole conversation is about, about mindset preparation. It is not about trying to control every little situation that's going to happen over the holidays, but I'm going to control and have power in what I can control and what I have power over. Yeah, which is really... I guess, our, our own thoughts, right? And once we understand what we're thinking, if we start noticing our thoughts, it's so powerful then to also recognize that if I'm, if I'm thinking this, I could also think something else, right? If I'm choosing this thought and it's creating a sense of, of anxiousness or anything that I find not helpful or not useful, I could in that same moment choose to believe something else and to think something else. And that just is such a, like, that is the control. That is such a key piece to all of this. We're talking about preparation. And so we're talking about doing this work ahead of time. I don't know about you, but I get kind of caught up in the whirlwind of the holiday. Like I don't all like if I don't stop and look at the dates and get it all figured out as to where I am and when these events are coming up, they start so early in the season and it's just one little, you know, staff Christmas party, maybe at the end of, of November and we don't think too much of it. But the truth of it is, is that is the beginning of the ramping up, right, for the whole, for the whole season. And if I don't notice it even before I'm preparing for that particular event, before you know it, it's December 24th and I'm experiencing things and, and having thoughts and, and emotions that I'm maybe already wishing that I wasn't having and just realizing that I've kind of almost missed my opportunity. And so I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about these things a few weeks in advance just to start understanding that there is this stirring and this kind of energy coming on so early in the season where if we can grab a hold of it, I think early on and start before you start putting out those Christmas decorations or start 
baking or anything that you do as a preparation, if you could really be thinking about why am I doing this? Is this something I want to be doing? What part of my Christmas celebration and holiday celebration is coming out of either obligation or even sometimes tradition, if it's not necessarily a tradition you want to keep, because the truth of the matter is, is that is influencing what you're thinking about all of those things is influencing how you're creating those events and how you are creating those memories. And you could have such a different experience if you were willing to start really looking at some of those thoughts well in advance of, of the holiday. And I think this is such a great concept because we can really use this in all areas of life. We specifically talking mm. with regards to holiday mindset preparation, but this could really be done in any area of, of your life. If you we think of an interview that you're going to, or a con I know you, you know you're going to have a, maybe a, a difficult or a hard conversation with someone, is to prepare up front. What is my mindset going to be like going into this interview or this conversation? And then we are so much more prepared when the other person maybe do something or say something that under normal circumstances would have, let's say, quote unquote, triggered us. I think we have already done the work knowing how we want to show up in this conversation. And it's almost like, doesn't matter what the other person says or does, this is the way I'm showing up. And this is the way that I want to, this is the outcome that I want from this conversation. And that is going to allow me to be a bit more open, a bit more curious, a bit more compassionate, or maybe a little bit more empathetic towards the other person. You've given us a great example. It can be in conversations with people. It can even be in things like what we're planning to eat and drink over the holidays. Because uh, a lot of these celebrations are really, it's almost like around all the food and drinks. It can be around spending money because if I'm intentional, because this is what this whole concept is really all about. It comes back to intention. It's really comes back to me being mindful, me maybe sitting down, thinking to myself, okay, well, what is the purpose of this holiday? How I want to show up to it? And how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to spend my money? How do I want to feel by the end of December or going into January, looking back, thinking about what I had to drink or eat? And, and being mindful and being intentional can really like sort of change the game. It can, we, when we get to, to January, it can really be a time of like reflection, thinking back about, wow, this was really an amazing time. And I really spend my time wisely. I spend my money wisely. And I really spend the time with people that we, I care about. And this holiday, maybe the first time in many years, has been exactly what I wanted it to be because I've done the work up front. Yeah, I was just thinking it's kind of like setting goals almost for yourself. And I know I've had family gatherings where I've come away at the end of the day and realized that I, I didn't have any of the conversations that I'd hoped that I would have. I didn't, but I also didn't really set a plan for that or create that expectation in my mind or make the effort once I got there. I just, again, kind of get carried away with with the event. And, and that's fine too. If you want to just be very spontaneous and that is your thought going into it is, is like, I'm just going to float around the room. But sometimes I realize that maybe there was somebody there who isn't going to, I'm not going to see now for another year. And then I'd really wanted to expect, express some 
message of gratitude or thankfulness for them. And if I don't set that intention at the beginning or before we get there that, okay, today, when I'm at this event, I want to make sure I catch so and so many people or this person and really make sure they understand or at least express as best I can my appreciation for them or that sort of thing. The event can be over and then you'll be driving home and you think, ah, I could have. <laughs> I, I just I just think the preparation is so important. And and sometimes it seems like a lot of work or that we shouldn't need to be that intentional and you don't have to be it it just is what we're offering to you today is it can really change the outcome for you and it can also change the experience you have while you're there because you're you're cognizant of your thoughts and you're creating opportunities for yourself for conversations intentionally and you're also able to embrace more fully each person that you meet because you you're taking care of your own mind and and all of the, the the stray thoughts that maybe you don't necessarily want you can take care of those all up front so that when you're there and in in the presence of these people that you can just enjoy the event for what it is some thoughts that you might want to have once you're at a at a party most of the time i just I want my feeling that I experience to be one of love and enjoyment, uh, peace, that sort of thing. And so creating those sorts of thoughts that cre create that emotion of the love and the peace and the enjoyment come, from, I know now from what I'm thinking. And so practicing and writing down even some of those thoughts that when somebody says something to me that maybe would typically offend me, I'm going to think instead they want the best for me or something like that so that you can start practicing it when you're in public and when you're in what feels like uncomfortable situations. Yes, I think it just comes back to what we always say on this podcast is that nothing is, is ever really about me. It is always about the other person. So they look at their world through their filters and whatever they say, I might be on the receiving end of it, but they're still looking through their filters. Whatever they say and what they do has nothing to do with us. It's just we, the person that is on the other side, receiving their comments. So we shouldn't really ever make it about ourselves. And I think this is, again, just a, a learning and a growth opportunity when we're in these environments and we are maybe surrounded by people that we, on a regular basis, or prefer not to be surrounded with. I think this is such a great opportunity for us to really see those instances where we do get offended or triggered and sort of just ask ourselves the questions, why did I get offended or why did I get triggered? And that's always our work. And I think what we're suggesting today with this mindset is, is really to go into those conversations, having already done the work. I have, I have kind of this, I love this thought that, especially when I'm at an event with, with family, I love to tell myself that everybody loves me. Everybody here loves me. And it may sound sort of juvenile to some people, but for me, that 
every word that then somebody else speaks to me, I know that they love me. And so when I think, oh, well, this person loves me and they're saying these words to me, then I start thinking, how are those words true? Rather than like fighting it or thinking, oh, that's so mean. Or I don't, I just go, well, this person loves me. So I wonder when they're saying this, how could I look at that and see how they're they're wanting to either have a laugh with me, they're trying to connect, or are they, whatever it is, my family is big on sarcasm, we love to tease each other. <laughs> and so some people maybe would consider that dysfunction. In our family, that's, that's love. When so, so learning how to, to be playful, and, and to have a, a, for me, a lighter attitude, and just knowing that this person loves me, changes everything. If, if your thought is, that this person's trying to insult me, or I know they don't like me, that's such a different way than that you're going to hear those words. And so, and, and, you know, even at, a, at an office party, I, I always, I just always think I usually have a pretty good time. People usually enjoy our conversations. These are the things I tell myself because I think it's true. Like, I think mostly people kind of like me, so it's not a problem. <laughs> if you go into the room thinking this is going to be awkward, you can be sure it's going to be super awkward for you just because of things that come up and everything that some people say to you, you're going to be wondering what the hidden meaning is. And instead of thinking, oh, they probably like me, it just changes everything. I just wanted to shift gears here a little bit about the idea. We talked about spending money and I think when it comes to gift giving, this is another place that I notice people will try to buy the perfect gift where they try to find that one thing that somebody needs for the person who has everything. We try to find the one thing they don't have or that we think will change their lives somehow. And there too, I've noticed my thoughts of if I can look at how can I express my love to this person? How can I show this person that I treasure them or that I care about them? It can really help me choose gifts that are more in line with what what I feel are an expression of my love or my care for them rather than that I'm trying to. There used to always be, I, I remember when we would exchange gifts as a family or as a group to think I would want other people to think I was giving a good gift. And now I've chosen to think about, do I think this is a good gift? Is this a gift that really represents my care or my love for this person? And it has really taken so much of the pressure out of how I choose giving as well. Yeah, I love that. I think preparing our mindset is really, it benefits us in, in so many ways. And, and you can clearly see the impact in the experience that we have at the end of the day. And instead of going into the season with stress and overwhelm and anxiety, we can really sort of amp up our enjoyment and we can focus on the things that's really important, like the meaningful things, the, the reason for the holidays and, and the value and the, and the quality of time and, and I think relationships and building that and also like taking care of ourselves, seeing ourselves and spending our time wisely and in a way that that serves us and and looking after ourselves through this through this season and also taking that time where we're mindful where we're reflecting and that we're, we're present because a lot of times we're so disconnected from 
ourselves and the world that this is maybe also a time where we can disconnect a little bit from all our screens and really just enjoy what is and accepting whatever it is that happens at an event or in a conversation that acceptance for what is is so important yeah that's so good well we hope that you have found some of these ideas about preparing for the holidays helpful and something maybe that you might want to try for yourself this season as we go forward um, even if you don't write anything down if you would just take the time maybe just to think through how you want to experience how you want to feel at some of these events and what sorts of thoughts you'd want to be having to create that emotion for yourself. And with that, we just want to say we hope you have an amazing holiday season and we look forward to talking to you again next week. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of A Fold and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.